You are about to enter the courtroom of Jack Fraunheiser. The people are real. The cases are real. The rulings are final. This is Judge Jack. Welcome to the courtroom of Honorable Judge Jack presiding. Stand up, you bunch of ball bags. All right. Today we have the case of the league versus Josh Yarborough. We have here Riley McGill prosecuting on behalf of the league. And here, Kyle Baker defending Josh. May the case begin. I would like to ask the prosecuting attorney to please take the stand. Before I take the stand, Your Honor, uh, would you mind telling everybody to sit down? I really do get nervous in crowds. Yeah, please sit down, you sleazeballs. All right, continue. Um, Judge, uh, Honorable Judge Jack, I'd like to say thank you for the uh, interest into your courtroom. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I hope you have a wonderful day. I know it's a little bit cold out here in Norman, Oklahoma these days. Um, I'm going to make this short and sweet. I know my mom's my mom's myself uh, got a little gobble ghoul cooking in the kitchen right now, so I need to get home myself. But uh, this is simple, people. Uh, we got cheetahs, and we got people that are honorable. And I, uh, I just think we all know that uh, the prosecution is prosecuting somebody who might not be so honorable. Um... I think we all know what happened about two, three years ago, sophomore year of high school. We were all there. Uh, he's mentioning that it's four years. I say it doesn't really matter because if you're a cheater, you're a cheater. And if you're a snot eater, you eat boogers. Can't count. Um, and so I just want to say this could happen again because I think cheating is reminiscent of an addictive personality. And I th- objection. Upheld. Please continue. First of all, this is slander. This is this is cut and dry slander, no facts behind this, pure conjecture. I he, think, if I may speak so f- frankly myself, hey, hey, please identify yourself for the record. This is uh, Josh Yabro's defense attorney, Cal Baker, and back to what I was saying. If I if I can speak frankly here, Riley is um, how the kids say, uh, talking out his ass. <laughs> so um, I would like to yield back to the prosecution. That's but right. let That's it be right. known on the record that um, ass talking. I'm going to say out loud, first of all, I think it should be take note that I'm surprised it was even able to come out of his mouth that he said, your honor, because he has none himself. And I, you know what? I raised that from the record, but I mean it. OK, I just want to get started by saying this. OK, first of all, he said, I've got no facts. That's fake news. We was all here in the league. Jack, outstanding. We was all here, sophomore year, whenever Jack was, it was not Jack, it was Josh, I'm sorry. I've got to stick well, which with which one hey, was Your it? Honor, it's getting really hard to follow this man No, at this listen, point. I'm, I'm the prosecution. I can, can I get some order? Can I get some order in the courtroom? Thank you. Would Thank the prosecution you. like to bring any cold, hard fucking facts to the table? I think uh, the first fact that I would like to bring to the table is in uh, sophomore year of high school, whenever Josh was found cheating by changing his lineup during a game, he faced no major allegations. I will say I was still the commissioner at this time, but faced no major callback from the league. But this, I think, was a was a bigger contributing factor to Your the Honor, fact that this his, this, his latest cheating Your Honor, allegations. I am not on trial for my actions four years ago. I was convicted of those. And... Didn't ask me a question. Uh, I, I'm not on trial for my actions four years ago. I faced consequences for that. I had powers removed that he I, has was, not. I was I was given, and uh, I I'm on trial for something that happened last year, 
the statutes of limitations have run out on this action four years ago. You know, double jeopardy have been tried before, can't be tried again. So please, let's keep the focus on this incident from last season. I'm going to say the focus is on your greater moral character. And that has to do with all years your Honor, of your life. I got to point out, please, I'm not trying to be mean, but where, where are you from? Just trying to get, a, get an idea. You know, my mother was born in New York, got knocked up by an Aussie. And the rest is history. Here I am here. I'm here. That does, it's irrelevant. We're trying to bring the facts to, to light, please. I'm just going to say, Your Honor, I've never questioned your ethnic background. I was really just trying to get this in order. And I think that everybody knows what Josh's character is. I just want to get it on record. I also would like to point out we're having a, a, another hearing next week about the defamation of character scandal that went down last Saturday night. I was in my mama's house for the first time watching a football game in over a year. I hadn't been there since the year before when we played Texas. I was I was watching the Texas Tech game, and lo and behold, I get a text message on my phone talking about, oh, you haven't done this as a commissioner, you haven't done that as a commissioner. These were lies. Is there a question mark coming, or... I just want to say it was defamation of character. Talk about yourself. See, I am uh, as oh. as the representative of Mr. Josh Yarbrough. I would just like to uh, ask the prosecution where the rules state in the league constitution about moral character and the, in your opinion, the violation of moral character. Because if that is what he is on trial for, I, I think we can get our shit and get the fuck out of Your here. Your Honor, may I speak for myself? So, when when you bring in character, you really it's a slippery slope here because uh, I hate I hate to call out past events, but as 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 argued, we can be judged for things that happened four years ago, and I have it on good authority that two video games were lended to the prosecuting party that were then sold to GameStop and not refunded to the party that lent them. To the prosecutor. So, if we're going to question moral fibers and moral character, really everyone in the league needs to be called into question. So, if we're going to examine character, we're going to have a lot longer hearing. First of all, I want to say, if you go back in this audio tape, uh, the defendant was not talking in an accent about five minutes ago. He just picked up an accent from the corner store, and I think it was a discount accent as well, because it's not very good. That's number one. Number two... You play to your audience. It's it's funny because it's fun. It's funny because um, it's funny that you're talking about a, a, a moral character. You know, it's, it, I would agree that it's a slippery slope, and uh, I would also say that uh, you might be able to agree with this because your character is probably the same way. But I would say circumstances lead people to do things that they would not originally think that were doable. So, so is that is that a defense for my actions? No. Are are you are you acting as my defense attorney while simultaneously be the, being the prosecution? Because you just justified my actions while justifying your own. I did not justify actions. I appreciate your the Honor, argument, sir. Your Honor, if I may, I'd like to really wrap this up so you know we can get in to what we have coming up. The real argument. The Let's real get into argument. the real argument. So I would just like for the prosecution to on the record state what rule was broken and if a rule was found to be broken, what punishment he would have in mind for my client, Mr. Yabro. The floor is yours. Uh, first of all, I do want to say that we are working from a limited constitution as our country has only been around for, what, five, six years now? That's number one. Number two, uh, I am not going for a, a actual court hearing. This is much more of a civil suit, and I really just want to get uh, on record 
from uh, Judge Fraunheiser over here a record on Josh's character because I want to. I just want to get out there in public and I want Josh to be able to Objection. recognize it himself. Objection. What is on trial here? My character or my fantasy football team? Because there's one thing on trial here. I'm trying to clear the name of my fantasy football team. I just want to say out loud, he has just ditched the accent that he just picked up five minutes no, ago right from the here, corner guy. store. It's oh, right here, guy. oh, it's in the pocket. You all just right? bring it out when you need it, I guess. It's like a condom. I like to sound, artic- sound right, articulate all right, all right. sometimes, all right? Listen, your bozos. All right, the fact of the matter is, your name's been rubbed in dirt four times over, but your name never broke a rule. True story. You're a piece of shit, Josh. Except, except for when it did. You're a piece of shit, but you never broke a rule. Except for when he did. Except for when he did. Sophomore year. That's, Except for sophomore year. That's, that's four years ago. Statue of limitations ran out on that one. We're out of luck here. Um, I do just want to say, uh, I guess as in my closing argument, um, have you guys heard the uh, the Crew Review podcast? I mean, all, all lawsuits aside, I think those guys are fantastic. They got picked up by Uber Eats a couple weeks ago. No, I was about to say. Okay, so have you ever been to Johnny's on 22nd and Alameda over there? You know what I'm talking about? I got you. Yeah, not Johnny's the Burger Place. That place is owned by a Mooley. Um, so I'm I was I was over there the other day and I uh, walk into the store, and he says he says to me this guy he says, you you know you don't need to come in here anymore. We're sponsored by Uber Eats now. You can go ahead and just like call in. We'll get somebody to take it for you. Um, so at this point in the uh in the uh, court case, I probably should just say uh, the Crew Review podcast this week is also sponsored by. Uber Eats, and uh, if you put on the uh, little promo code there, Judge Fraunheiser, and you could just spell that however you'd like, that's another $15 towards Uber Eats for the next uh, two years. So, All right, and welcome to the podcast this week. That was our little intro, um, sort of a skit type thing we try to do. Yeah, that was, but I do want to say that was just all one take, so I mean. It is a little rough around the edges, yeah. you know, we aren't paid actors, so. For some of us, our accent comes in and out. Uh, it's really not an issue, though. I'm not all that upset with how it worked out, but uh, so yeah. It's it's really not that serious, but at the same time, it's kind of that serious. It is a little serious, so uh, really glad we can you know put a bow on that subject. It's not there's no bow on and, that subject. That was um, that was a very, like that was a formality. We all know what's going on. So, just to talk <laughs> about the league the this week, um, some cool stuff happened. Before we some... get started, I do want to say out loud, because um, I don't think he'd speak once if he if we weren't prompted to, uh, Kyle is sitting in on the podcast this week, and we're just going to see how much he wants to talk, because I feel like he's kind of a shy guy. I mean, the thing is, I've sat in on many podcasts before, and... You've been asked to speak on those podcasts, too. You, I've been asked to give a little introduction and say hello. Not been cordially invited to contribute to the podcast more than a simple hello. All right. Well, yeah, this is so Kyle's here. Who knows how much he'll talk? We don't even know how much we're going to talk. Yeah. Just because what time are we at right now? We, uh, as far as the podcast, we are at 12 minutes, no, 11 minutes. And most of that was just rambling. And most of it is yeah. just nonsense. So we're, we're 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 running on limited time here. There's really not a lot to talk about in the league, you know. It's sort of at that time of the year where it's it's the middle stage of the year where the playoff push is about to begin, but the beginning of the season is firmly over. Most of the teams know where they're at as far as their performance. But the important thing is uh we're going to remind you guys the trade deadline is coming up. It was reinstituted to prevent any sort of, you know, 
shady business dealings that we've had alleged alleged uh wait is there a name for that amendment to the constitution um i believe it's the baker yarborough amendment just wondering but let <laughs> it be known. appreciate my name being first. That's that, well, it's alphabetical. first alphabetically. Yeah. It's not. It has nothing to do with any sort of quality or anything like that. That's but why you cheated. it still stands. That uh, interesting trend I noticed in the league th- these past two weeks is everyone that won last week lost this week and vice versa. So uh, really no super change in the rankings, I guess, over the last two weeks. I mean, if you go look two weeks ago and this week, they should be about the same. Um, it's it's disappointing, but... It's, how, do you, how do you feel, bro? Because your team is not very good. I feel like my team is just fine. Like, I score like 90-ish points a game. I just, like... Yeah, I... I my wide receivers are extra weak, and so I I don't really have a solution at this point. I kind of just got to try out the same guys because I was put in a precarious situation by my draft by not really having any solid wide receivers, and so I've sort of had to scramble, making some bad trades here and there. Um, I traded away some great players like Brandon Cooks, Melvin Gordon, Carson Wentz. Uh, list goes on and on. So it's. I've always been very curious as to your, um, I wouldn't say obsession, but your deep interest in Keenan Allen and your continuation to so, start him. Uh, well, if you look this week, Keenan Allen actually, I think, scored the most points out of any of my wide receivers. So it really hasn't been a bad start. But He scored six points. That's Yeah, that's my point. That's the most points any of my wide receivers scored, even uh, on my bench. So my... The, the reason I like Keenan Allen is because I had him as a rookie and he was an absolute monster. And I just like him as a player. That's sort of like when all else fails, I sort of like to go for guys that I'm familiar with and enjoy watching. Uh, Phillip Rivers has just been kind of sucky, and so that's I'm, I'm hoping that'll change at some point. But I don't like Keenan Allen starting because I don't really have other options. Like Go to the waivers. Oh, yeah, the waivers are full of great wide receivers. I mean, um... Let me see here. Paul Richardson this week got 22 points. Well, Last see, week got 12. The issue with Paul Richardson is I have Doug Baldwin already, and they're on the same team, and I feel like if you have both, you're sort of cannibalizing your own team's potential. Which ones perform better? Well, last week, Doug Baldwin performed better, but this week, How many points Paul did Richardson. He, have? he had 15 points last week. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's my issue. I mean, I won last week without him, but this week when I needed him, he sucked. So, who knows? So, do you want to get into any well, – we don't want to get into any individual team breakdown. That's kind of dra- Jack's turf, and he got yeah, a little upset. Yeah, let it be known that if you guys want to hear any sort of rankings from the podcast, we have been sent a cease and desist letter. Apparently, the word Censored. rank has been copywritten. By uh, Jack Fraunheiser, Power Rankings. Honorable Judge uh, Fraunheiser. LLC. So, really, all our input this week is, is I'm pleased with everybody's sort of resilience. I don't think anybody's given up. Even Julian's team has still put up like 90 points in the last two weeks. I'm still convinced Julian finishes like second to last. I'd have to concur with that. It, not even in the standings, at least in our hearts. Julian's first in our hearts. Hey, always. Um, Kyle, go ahead and give a breakdown of your team. Because, like, y'all don't live at, like, Traditions West with us, so 
y'all don't get to hear the onslaught of Kyle talking about his own team. So I figured once he's on the podcast, he can do it for y'all. So you can just hear what we've been going through for the last couple of weeks. Because from for like three weeks now, Kyle's like, guys, y'all are smoking dick. My team's the best fucking team since fucking sliced bread. And that's probably how he says it too. So Kyle, if you'd please just like to talk to us like about your team. Man, thanks for that intro there. Because that's roughly about how I would describe my team. Um, I wouldn't say sliced bread as a comparison because that – that doesn't do my team justice. He does love his peanut butter toast. I yeah. And so how could off what's topic, more important to Kyle? Sliced bread that he can make peanut butter toast with. My fantasy, or his fantasy football, football team. team. My fantasy football team. I I don't want to exaggerate, but it might be the best thing to ever happen to football, if not fantasy football. So let's not get too ahead of ourselves. How many important players do you have going on by here in week nine? See week nine. That's going to be my one week of actual tough play, I'd say. Mm. Um, I think when I, the I think it was last week when I lost to Brandon. Um, I think that was just a unfortunate happening. Let's let's say a hypothetical situation. Say you lose to Kindle this week, right? Mm-hmm. Say Trevor beats me and Riley and Roush both win. Yeah. And then Brandon me- and Bryce both win. And you said Trevor wins this week? Yes. In this hypothetical. This would put you in fourth place? Yeah, put me two games out and of Trevor. One and, of, and out four, I, I just don't see how a best team since sliced bread could, could be in this sort of predicament. I mean, that was all a hypothetical, so you're saying, like, what if it's uh, not that, What not if that every person fetched, tore their it's ACL really on that, it's really Trevor's team? And you losing a team when your team – you losing a game when your team's – significantly hampered by bye weeks and Trevor beating my team, which is also going to be weakened by bye weeks are not that outrageous. And Riley and Roush winning both not that, not that outrageous, even though Roush no longer has Zeke Elliott. So interesting, interesting dynamic there because despite everything, like the league is still hotly contested. Like those, those last couple playoff spots, I think Trevor's going to make playoffs I don't know if he'll be the number one seed. He might not, but he's going to make playoffs because he's already won six games. He only has to. Win I, I like think Trevor more. holds on to the one seed spot just because his team is obviously not bad, and then it had such a good start to the year, unlike the rest of the teams. His his team had a really good start. I'll and need that to look back that at my at my predictions, but I think I predicted uh, Trevor to finish nine and four. I think I had Kyle eight and five. And one other team eight and five. It may have been Riley eight and five. Kyle and Riley eight and five. And then Roush, Brandon, Bryce, me at seven and six. Uh and then Jack, six and seven, Kendall six and seven. I'm forgetting someone. Julian five and eight, I think is I I definitely forgot. So someone. would Jack get mad if we made predictions for the playoffs? I'm you trying know, to get a I gauge really, on what really, really is off know, limits to him. But, I mean, as far as predictions for playoffs, you got to think that teams, like, it's important at this point to think Trevor's in the playoffs, and then I would guess, just based on team performance, not based on necessarily record, Kyle's going to be in the playoffs, Riley will probably be in the playoffs, Roush, maybe. It really depends if Zeke Elliott can get the suspension overturned for, like, a fourth time or whatever. And then the thing is, is, like, 
I, I just don't know. It's so difficult to predict because you have, what, three teams at five and three, and then two teams at four and four, and three teams at three and five. Like, if Brandon or Bryce lose, and then all three three and five teams win, we've got we've got a real mess here with four teams, or five teams being four and five. That's exactly what we've been saying all year. Like, this is a very competitive year in the league, and it's, like, it's exciting because... It's the most competitive year. It, well, easily. So I think... I think that would be like a really good breakdown of like how many close games we've had or this like missed many games in the season, how how close the line was in between teams because it is very close. Um, yeah, that's it. Like we had this conversation earlier today is we haven't had – there was one this week with Kyle and Bryce, but we haven't had the, you know, 180-point to 70-point weeks really. It's been like if a team scores 120, the team score the other team scores like 100 or 90 points. And I think we all know with Bryce's team, just because of actually how well they performed, that's that's a misnomer. Like that's just like a that's that's just a one off. What's crazy with Bryce is his kickers always put up points. Really, it's crazy. Put up 21 again. Wow. So we can talk about players in the playoff picture and then break them down from that point. This is one of the numbers signed with individual teams. All right, so no numbers. So basically, what teams are going? We think we're going to playoffs. All right, we can do we can do the the crew review port, report card real quick. You know, state of the Josh's team. stat corner. So uh, this is Josh's stat corner. Uh, I'm a nerd. I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Trevor <laughs> Trevor's team. I'm gonna give a a B plus. I you, think it's you see how we just launched right into that. We were just has, like, let's go. It has sort of struggled in the past couple weeks as far as consistency. But he still has, you know, some some that big hitters, and he's got a good record. So, uh, let's see. Next in the standings, Kyle. I would give Kyle an A, just a, just a 95% A, because he's really set himself up well. He lost Leonard Fournette for, for a game and for his bye week, and now he has another bye week coming up. So, he, he, he might lose this week, but even still, I think his team is – Poised to make a deep playoff run. See if I could just speak on my team for two seconds. Um, why I really think my team is all of that is I think we just had some bad luck with whether it be matchups or just random injuries. But my team's averaging 105 points per game. It ha- I have the most points for by w- over 100 points. I think um, I'm third most in points against. So. I just feel the stats speak to my team's ability to play and uh, get through some strife and struggle, unlike some people's teams in here, uh, who happen to have beat me, who happen to have beat me. Here's the thing, bro. Like, And it's all really cute how you break down, like, oh, my team scored this many points when this, when this. But all that matters. And like you don't get this yet, and many people don't. Even Josh really doesn't get it. He, like, he like half understands what I'm talking about because he's won half a championship. <laughs> but – it really only matters. It really only matters the championship. end of the So if he has one half of a championship, does that other other half of a championship go somewhere? Yeah, it's a woozy. It's a woozy. It's a wazzy. It's up in the air. It's fairy dust. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that means in the in the history of the league, we have what two full champions. That is fair. Yeah, and, and Roush has an asterisk, and Julian being the like the highest of those. If Brandon could, you know, Julian ever and Riley both have, I guess, legit champions Kendall had the whole Jacob Northcutt uh assistant scandal didn't some kid named like Christian used to play in our league 
was a six man and he that's maybe right. would Alex won. has Alex has never won a championship. Yeah. But that Christian that kid, Christian fella. Yeah. He sure did. He's a good mi- guy. I miss Christian. Yeah, I know. I, too. I miss the old Christian. Oh man. But yeah, but, I, like like I was saying, it only matters if you get that ring, bro. And like it like whenever you're talking, oh playoffs, oh if I tie this and this and that. When it, the, literally the only thing that matters is once we get into playoffs and once we get that money back because we're all going to at least us oh me and Kyle we're both going to we're gonna get that money back for mm. sure, but after that it's really just oh what is my team gonna do this week what is my team gonna do this week like so we I feel like I don't know after like the playoff picture is set all this whole thing like oh stats advanced metrics everything like that none of it matters bro it immediately becomes See, matchups to a point yeah the stats don't really mean anything and right now it just feels good to look at it but if I'm scoring. 110 points every game, but that one person I'm playing every week is scoring 111. It doesn't really matter. Exactly, but your team should be relatively consistent, but also it's fantasy football, so... No, no, there's no there's nothing. No yeah, the thing there's is, nothing, like, your, your team is really nice, but your team is made up of, like, all yeah. these moving parts, you know? So it's just, like, one of those things where I get you, and I'd be doing the same thing right now if my team was as firepower as yours, but it's just, like... It's it's just for right now, like we're just biding our time. It's almost like overcompensation. It's just frustrating. You look at this. Just looking at the standings right here. Like you want to, you, so you want to be higher. More. You well, want to be. Like I have so many points for. I have so many points against. Looking at my team, it feels good. But then it's like I'm just middle of the pack. I'm right there with everybody else, which is frustrating. But it feels like that sometimes, you know. On to uh, yeah, let's keep on rolling. Brandon's team. He Brandon lost this week to Jack. I think no. no. He, no, no, no. Brandon, lost Brandon got the Brandon got the Gorilla backbone mm-hmm. right there, and I think Brandon's team, even though he may argue this, it's just not that good it anymore. Really, especially after the injuries, like he, he lucked out with Carson Wentz. So it's just like, I, it's just not that good, and um, I think I, I'd give his grade C plus. I give Brandon a C plus. I think his team is average. He might sneak into the playoffs, but he's also one of those teams I could see missing out on the playoffs based on a tiebreaker, you know? So, who's next? Roush. Roush's team gets a B. Now, if Ezekiel Elliott's suspension is held up, that drops to a C, just a C, because Roush's team has been scoring points with DeAndre Hopkins and Zeke Elliott. But without Zeke Elliott, you know, he has no running backs. And so that's a severe weakness for his team and something I really think he should go out and make a trade for before the upcoming trade deadline here coming soon. I think it's at the end of November. It's either November 30th or the 13th. He's got Jonathan Stewart at his flex. And he did relatively well this week. He got 9.5 points this week. Pretty good. But he's yet to score over seven points besides week one right so in one of those weeks he scored negative points most of the he's averaging about five points besides this week so not a good filler especially in place of Ezekiel Elliott who is pretty much your team's powerhouse and not only that but like going back to the very beginning of the season we're talking about oh Trevor this like oh this trade everything like that Roush wins if he has Ezekiel Elliott on his team any week because that like that is literally bringing his team wins so regardless of like like this whole season, if he like ends up not having him for those games, that trade is worth it. Until it's worth it for the season. It got, yeah, it got him. Yeah. Where he is now. Uh, next is Jack's team. No, Riley's team. Yo, can we just talk about the just like what's about to happen to the league? Because first of all, Martavis Bryant started talking in his little mouth, talking about oh, I need more catches. He's about to be off the team. We're about to trade his ass. So 
Juju Smith-Schuster is about to be the number two in uh, Pittsburgh, and I think he's about to blow it up. Um, but my team is deep right now, and we're doing well. I will say this week was a little bit of a flash in the pan as far as we cannot keep this up, but my team can do well. And we saw a couple weeks ago, uh, whenever I faced who, whoever it was, I mean, Bryce probably, um, but no, it was Trevor. Yeah, so we just, I just think we're deep. And also, it's like, it's almost crazy because I'm probably going to end up dropping uh, Jameis Winston, but Deshaun, Johnson, Deshaun Jackson, Winston, <laughs> Sean Watson, um, and Drew Brees is literally a quarterback matchup every week. It's like, oh, who do I start? It's Sean tough. Sean Watson, 33 points this week. Wow. With three interceptions. The grade, the grade I would give for your team, that's B+. A, plus. That's a B+. Plus. B+. Plus. stats with Deshaun Watson. No, I know. do not start him every week? See, that's the scary thing Jeez. is like how you not start him. So, a B-plus for Riley. I think he's got a strong the, 88%. The, the bench, though. The bench is strong. Riley's bench is strong, and... He has a quarterback that's going to score him like 30 points every week, and that's that's a scary it's thing. Kind of scary, my guy. So plus the if like, Riley if Riley's running backs continue to be consistent, consistent, and then if Julio baby. Jones really turns it on, which he's only really done in one game. This I don't year. need I don't need you to turn it on, Julio. Just keep it where you're going. Riley will be without Rob Gronkowski <laughs> this week, and so that is a weakness. Looking for a tight end, but who knows what he'll do. Uh, next on these these standings, by the way, are from last week, just because they haven't updated on ESPN. So I'm just going down that list. Next is my team, and my team is sort of in a rough spot, just because my running backs are really good, wide receivers are really bad. I feel like your team might be one of the most consistent teams in the league, but that consistency is 90 points. Well, which stinks but you're always right there at 90 or you're above it, but it's like, it feels like you're right there at 90 every week. I mean, part of the issue with my team is that it's incredibly reliant on Le'Veon Bell and LaShawn McCoy, which I mean, I love the letter L and I love LaShawn McCoy and I love, you do love the letter L this year. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Um, but, uh, my wide receivers are just God awful. And so, that's a real a tripping point for me. So hey, I'd give hey, my team hey, a hey. a C. I can fix that. Just a strong C. You can't fix that. I doubt you'd make a trade with me for a wide receiver at this point. That's fair. I got a couple wide receivers just in the bank. You know what I'm saying? So All right, well, let's talk. We, let's, we let's could talk. talk. We could talk. Let's talk. Just talk. Josh, you want to talk a little bit of trade? Me, you? I'll talk, I'll talk to anyone. This is a public service announcement. If anybody needs running backs or maybe a tight end. Intended. Um, just hit me up. I got running backs. If you ain't talking money, he don't want to talk. <laughs> um, next is Kendall. Kendall's team is Kendall's team's really interesting because yeah, I really think we could have counted him out after the Dalvin Cook injury, but you know the whole Frank Angus fiasco has led to him getting some value out of that trade. And at this point, Kendall's team is. Let's see. He won this week, so he's three and five. And the thing with Kendall's team, I think, is just his team drops off so it, you, hard you, after. You never know what's going to happen. Running backs, but his wide receivers aren't that great. Uh, tight ends not good. Um, tight ends yet to have a game over six points. And so, Kendall's team is dependent on Mark Ingram having a good game, McKinnon having a good game, and. He needs a de- his defense or Tom Brady to absolutely go off to win. And both of those are good bets. So, who knows? 
I'm going to give Kendall a C minus, just because I don't think his his performance is consistent enough. Like Kendall's going to score 100 points some weeks, but he's also going to have weeks where he scores 65, 70 points, just because that's that's how the cookie crumbles. Uh, next would be Julian's team. Julian, I'm going to give a a D plus. Uh, not because of his managerial skills, strictly because of his roster. I still think Julian's, like Riley said, he's not. I I still don't believe he will finish last, but he's really put himself at a disadvantage with his roster. So unless he can make some serious moves here in the last couple weeks, I think he's got some issues he needs to work out. But I just want to say, um, in this league, just because I think we've just known each other for so long. Um, your reputation means a lot. So it, it's a two-edged sword. So let's say Josh, for example, and I'm not picking on you right now, but Josh is like, oh, y'all always talk about this, this and that. But it goes both ways. So Julian's done so just consistently well that in the midst of a terrible, terrible year, in our minds, we are all legitimately thinking, Julian's not going to finish last. He couldn't finish last. I just want to put that in there. Uh, finally, Jack's team... Jack's team is a real enigma. So watch your mouth. I can't even really describe Jack's team because I I just don't trust really a single player on Jack's team. Did you talk about Bryce's team? Uh, we did talk about Bryce's. Team. No, maybe we didn't. No, no, I, we totally missed Bryce's team. Yeah. Bryce's team, I'll give a. I think Bryce is a B minus, B minus team, just because. He doesn't have a real go-to strong number one player without Odell Beckham. Like, Jordan Howard's been good. He's just not getting touchdowns. Not like Gronk, though. And so, or that's, Travis, that's part of MF the issue. Kelsey, or And so, I think Bryce's team could be okay. He'll probably make playoffs, but he just I don't think he has the power to go the distance. I think he's got a real tough week ahead of him. So, I mean, he's going to have to win that game. I just wanted to also give a shout-out to Bryce. How long has this league been going on for? <laughs> Five years, six, five, six, five, six seasons, five, six seasons. Yeah, six seasons now. This is the first year I've beaten Bryce's team. And it was a fitting victory of 50-plus points. Feels good. But, hey. Hats off. Bryce, it's been a long time coming. Fuck you. Jack's team, I think, is just marginally worse than all the other teams with the same record. Like, I... I think I'd rather have Kendall's team than Jack's team just because I don't think Jack's team has, like, explosion potential like Kendall's team does. Uh, so I'm going to give Jack a C-. minus. I don't know if that's a little harsh, but... You can give him a C+. Plus. I mean, what did Kendall get? I think Kendall got a C. We should really write these down. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Um, Kendall's a C+. Plus. Kendall, Kendall got a C or a C-. Minus. I gave myself a C because I think I'm the my team is the best of the three and five teams, if that makes sense. Okay, better than Jackson's team. And so I gave myself a C, I think. I don't remember. So it's really not that important. You guys already heard it. Um, so you're giving Jack a what? C minus. C minus, I think would fit. Riley's so C plus. So let me here here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write these down. Oh, I'm gonna write these down one more time. So we got uh, Trevor with an. B a. Plus. You said B plus. No, B plus. You're right. Uh, Kyle Fuck with you, a an A. Um, Brandon with a B. I think that's what I. No, B minus is what I gave Brandon. Uh, 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 no, I don't remember what I gave Brandon. C plus. We'll say B minus for Brandon. Uh, Bryce got a B minus. Um, 
Roush got a B with Zeke or C without Zeke. Uh, Riley, Riley, what'd you get? A B plus. B plus is what I gave you. Um, it's my average in school. My, it's my team. Average. Josh, I think C or C plus. Uh, Kendall, uh, C plus. Julian. D plus. I'm sure this is the most Jack. boring thing in the world to listen to. C minus. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so we got it. Um, really, there's not a ton to talk about because there hasn't been that much interesting action. I mean, people I mean, there's are not just been any trade, winning or really. losing games. There, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I hope this was entertaining. If you if you made it all the way here, you were either bored or entertained enough to listen to it. So yeah. I guess the joke is on you. And also, just gonna say out loud. We really do enjoy making the podcast. It's like whenever we don't make a podcast in a week, it's not like, oh, we we don't want to do it or whatever like that. We're usually just busy, but then also like, we want to put out something good because like those like whenever like those weeks whenever the podcast was doing really well for us, we were like, oh, this is good. It wasn't like we just came in here and did it. We were like, oh, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. It's gonna be easy. But there's some weeks where we're just like, oh, what do we talk about? I can see that being tough for you guys just because like those two weeks straight were just fire hitter weeks you know you're just coming out there funny yeah, look, funny funny skits if you guys want a material if you guys want a good podcast give us some material to work with yeah make some make some blockbuster trades some controversies maybe, maybe start some arguments in the group message me and riley that was all a prank by the way totally planned that was all uh just an industry prank to stir up some stuff for the podcast so uh, is, josh is a sack of shit that's what it was <laughs> so but I love him. and riley riley doesn't have any proof Yo, like, Riley has feelings. All right, uh, thanks for listening to the. the I'm just gonna say out loud, because here's the thing, and I'm I say this all the time. Josh is smart, and Josh is very calculating. And the thing is, he was like, "Oh, what's a situation where I can target?" Because I know that I know exactly what it was. I could see it. Like I was looking at Josh in the third person. Like I I could see him when he was doing this. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna try to find an example of whenever Riley was doing this was doing this wrong." My question is, if you thought I did this and it was an issue. Why not bring it up? I mean, no. If I like, if you thought I was like, or, like um, pushing things through illegally, what have you? Why not bring it up until now? You know what I'm saying? I did, junior year when you stole Eddie Lacy from me. That had nothing to do with me being commissioner. All right, that had nothing to do with nothing. That had everything to quick, do with you being. Quick question: Did you win the championship junior year? It's almost like you hoed me. Uh, I do think that was junior year. Okay, so there may be a touch of controversy there. Involving Eddie Lacy, but that's that's for another time. Why would that I be? Guess. Why would that be controversial? I don't know. It just seems it seems like one person in the room has an issue with it. Uh, this is the same person that had an issue with me running the league <laughs> and made a second league um, without me in it. So I'm not really worried about it. If you could point your accusations towards an individual, because there's two people in the room. Uh, well, it was really both of you because Kyle was the one that was reinforcing the fact that I was a tyrant. Josh probably put in the legwork to make another league. I think I was more of Josh's like. Basically what Brandon is most of the time with people, just like the yeah guy that stands behind somebody in an argument. That was what I would say I was in that situation. The yeah guy is a tough guy to start with, you know? But, um, yeah, like kind of like Josh said, I guess next week. Um, but hopefully we see y'all at the, the Traditions West apartment uh, this Saturday. Cause yeah, we- hopefully hopefully you guys will give us something to work with then. Yeah. Maybe. But if not, hopefully feel free to stir Trevor, some stuff Trevor up this week. Trevor ditches um, homecoming, and then he fights somebody. 
It's both of them. Both of them, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully, I don't know, there's something. So, yeah, uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast this week. I really hope you guys understand where uh, Honorable Judge Jack Fronheiser was coming from and appreciate his ruling because, you know what they say, the Supreme Court makes the laws. I don't say that. That's actually wrong. But uh, Supreme Court interprets the law. Yeah, Congress uh, makes the law. It's really not that important. Just, just okay. They don't interpret any of them for the blacks. Except for Brown versus Board of Education. And on that bombshell. But like the Top Gear reference. All right, bye.